Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your Source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 32 for the 20th of TVs in a leap year. And today we are continuing with chapter 12, where we are exploring the topic of the Benoni, the, the hero of our of our book, which is called the Safer Shil Benoni, the book of the intermediate man, as the Benoni is called an intermediate person. And yesterday we began to talk about who is this intermediate person? Who is this Benoni? And we left off a little bit with a question last time. So if you remember, if you want to go back and listen to yesterday's episode, um, please do so. That probably would be important to understand today and what's going to be coming up later on is we talked about how the Benoni is somebody who never allows their animal soul's garments to overtake them. So what this means, practically speaking, is such a person never sins in any way in thought, speech, or action. So that's pretty amazing. You know, and it said, we said that it never, ever in their life, not even for a moment, do they allow these garments to overtake them. And, and so if you think about that, then the question is, what makes this person different than a tzaddik, than a truly righteous person? You know, somebody who never sins, somebody who never, ever allows their animal soul to overtake them in thought, speech, or action. That's, you know, pretty incredible. Uh, how, you know, how can we imagine anybody any better than that? So today we're going to begin to answer that question by going back to our fundamental map of the soul or rather the two souls that we discussed. So if you remember, we, we mentioned in previous episodes how every Jew has two souls. We have a godly soul and we also have an animal soul. And, you know, we've been talking about the garments of each one of these souls, which is thought, speech, and action, which are very real and very true. But underneath these garments, at a more fundamental level of the makeup of the soul, the soul is actually not made up of these garments. These garments are... are literally garments that the soul wears. However, the, the souls themselves, whether we're talking about the godly soul or the animal soul, is made up of 10 specific distinct parts that we said. And we said that these parts are divided up into two categories. There's the intellectual category, and then there's the more emotional category. So going back to our definition of the intermediate man, and when we talked about how this Benoni is somebody who, who always wears holy garments, basically, but when it comes to the fundamental makeup of their soul, then when we go back to the animal soul and the godly soul and how each person has these two souls residing within them. So the altar explains here that in the case of the Benoni, in the case of the intermediate man, the godly soul is not the only one that has dominion in, the, in this small city, which we call the body. So what does this mean? 
This means that basically a Benoni is somebody who behaves perfectly. They never do any kind of sin, like we said, in whether it's in thought, whether it's in speech, or whether it's in action. However, this is merely what's going on on the outside. On the inside, it's a little bit of a different story. So one way to think about this is, is basically it's like what, what impulses does a person have? Is a person naturally drawn to godly things? Does a person crave things that are not great or that are good for them, you know, that kind of thing. So what the altar Rebbe says here is that in terms of these fundamental cravings that a person has, the fundamental nature of the, of the makeup of the impulses of a, such a person's soul, that this is where it gets a little bit trickier. This is where the godly soul does not have full dominion. It does at times. So for example, when a person is reading the Shema or, or praying, like, uh, you know, specifically, you know, in the time of like Shmonesra, like the, the, the Amida prayer during prayer. So this is a time when spiritually speaking, there's something that happens above, which is the time of the Mochin de Gadlut, it's called the, the great mind. So it's sort of like this, this, uh, the supernal great mind is aroused during the time of these prayers of the Amida and the, and the Kriyachma. And so what, how this translates below is that down here below on earth, it's an auspicious time for every person to connect their mind to God because it's a time of like the, the intellect basically. And so this is a good time to meditate upon the greatness of God and to arouse one's love of God that's in the right ventricle of our heart, of the heart as we talked about in order to cleave to God with God's Torah and his mitzvahs out of love. And this is specifically what it's talked about in the Shema. So if you look at the words of the Shema, it's all about the, and you know, whether we're talking about the Shema itself and also the blessings that come before it and afterwards, it's all about this idea of arousing our love for God. And so if a person really engages in this med meditative activity and, you know, really uses their mind to meditate upon these things, then at this time, they really will be able to subdue the negativity within their the left ventricle of their heart and have it be nullified to the good um, that is coming from the right right side of the heart which is ultimately sourced if you remember in the the, the chabad of the mind the intellect of the mind which are connected to god uh so so during the time of prayer such a person, such a banity is able to use the faculties of their thought and their mind to connect to God in, in such a way that the godly soul does have full dominion over the body. However, after prayer, once this mochin de gadlut, this supernal greatness of the intellect leaves, then the evil comes back and gets reawakened in the left ventricle of the heart. And once again, such a person is going to have impulses for this world and for more hedonistic kind of desires. So that's the content of, of today's portion. So just to give a little bit of a recap, the topic that we're trying to explore now is the topic of the Benoni, of the intermediate man, and trying to get to this like understanding of what does it mean to be a Benoni. And we already learned yesterday that a Benoni is somebody who really, really only utilizes the garments of their godly soul. So whether such a person is thinking or speaking or behaving in a certain way, all of these behaviors are only done in accordance with the godly soul because these garments are only, they're only utilizing such garments that are those that are 
that are of the godly soul. However, then what we got into a little bit today is telling us about how these garments are merely just external garments. But underneath these garments, we have the more fundamental makeup of the souls, which are the 10 aspects of the soul, the intellectual and the emotional aspect of the souls. And this is where it gets a little bit messier. And this is where we see that the Benoni does not have the ability to have his godly soul have full dominion. And we talked about how there are times when he is able to have the godly soul rule over the animal soul. And this is specifically during prayer or during Kriyashma, because this is a time when supernally there is this arousal of this great intellect. And so that allows a person to use their intellect to really connect with God in this really fundamental kind of way where the where they're able to totally subdue the evil within them however the moment that the prayer is over that's gone you know that auspicious time is gone and it's 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 not something that's really very lasting and then the, those impulses do come back and so then a person does so this this shows that a person has not really fundamentally uh transformed their soul in a, a very fundamental way, even though their garments do totally only express God. So we will continue this tomorrow when we will continue to explore what it is that defines a Benoni. And I will speak with you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Abraham Yitzhak Ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow. And until then, have a great day.